All right, so here we are with Season 9, Episode 10 of The Real Housewives of Potomac, Friendship is a Mother. So why don't we start off talking about that wonderful mother-daughter tattoo moment. What are your thoughts? I thought that was really cute. Oh. I um, I thought that was super, super cute. I thought the tattoo was microscopic. Like, I thought it would be a little bit bigger. <laughs> like, when I saw it, I... Karen's shouting out reminded me of uh, Giselle feeding the, the elephants in Thailand. Like, it was just, like, a noise that you could <laughs> hear again. It's like... <laughs> the way she was speaking, I'm like, what is that necessary? Um, I thought it was super cute. It was cute that she wanted her... I thought her daughter wanted to do it with her. I thought it was, like, super, super, super cute. Um, I just thought it should have been bigger. I, I think I think her daughter's was bigger because her the mother might have been slightly. Yeah, I I liked it if it was just bigger. I like the size on the daughter. Mm -hmm. I also agree. I thought it was so so cute. Um, and I did say I'm like that's the smallest little G. Like it's the teeny tiniest tattoo, and I can't even imagine how much she would be screaming if she got something larger, because it was just so so tiny, and she was screaming that get, much for it. And you get tattoos, so isn't that like a base rate? Like I remember I got a tattoo, and it was yeah. like it was nothing but like two letters and, and a line and they were like well and it was super small and they were like that's gonna be like 70 dollars or 75 dollars because it was like a base rate and i was like okay mm -hmm. so i bet you she paid like a large amount just for that little period it's the size of a period it was uh yeah it was the, a little tiny a little tiny lowercase it was it was very very cute though um oh, and i cute. also have to say in this whole episode in general i really loved how they did mother daughter confessionals and I thought like Raven was just so cute in the confessional. And I just really hope that she continues to get more and more success in the fashion industry. Like from what we see, she has such a good like head on her shoulders. And mm -hmm. I just hope she gets all the success that that she wants. Wow. And it was just like so many wonderful moments. And I, I thought it was really cool how uh, like within this episode, they showed a lot of those um it was like really powerful mother daughter pieces. Yeah, I thought that was really good. I, I, um, I thought the confessionals were super cute. I like the fact that uh, Karen and Giselle are still moving forward in their good relationship or friendship, mm -hmm. and then they had the mother daughter lunch. Um, and I don't know. I, I was expect. I don't know why it was almost like Giselle was assigning seats at it. I would assume if mm -hmm. she's getting advice, if you're giving my daughter advice, sit face-to-face -to, -face to her, like, not diagonally. But maybe that's how they the, they wanted it for, like, filming. But I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, they're shouting over each other. Yeah. I have to say with that lunch, it was so cute to hear, like, the origin story of Karen and Giselle's relationship. Yeah. Um, like, that was so funny. And the whole thing with, like, the cookie bake and it was just really, really funny. And, you know, like Giselle being like, I got robbed because you wanted your friend to win. And, you know, really, I should have won and you cheated. It was just it was hilarious. And they were they were laughing and they just um, they just had like a really good time with it. And then I also thought it was so 
like cute to hear Grace and Raven talk about their experiences and then Raven giving Grace advice. Like I would love to see like a friendship sort of develop a little bit more um, like between the two of them, even if it was just sort of like almost like a, like just a mentorship or just a checking in and, or, you know, like it was, it was a really, really cute moment. And I I liked, I liked that for, for all of them and everyone involved. Yeah, no, I really like that. I like, I, I like the experience. I liked when Raven basically told her, you're not going to have to figure it all out. You're not going to figure it mm-hmm. all out. Just go and and just embrace it and go with the flow. And and that's all the advice I can give to you. You can't go in there with any expectations. And I like the fact that Karen and Giselle were able to joke about losing or when they first met and losing the bake off. Cause then I like the flashback because I do remember that scene from the first season where she brought cookies and her big thing was baking at one point, either season one or season two. And they, all the women were like, she can bake. And I like that flashback. And um, I like the fact that they're in a better place now that they can joke about it. Cause how much you want to bet in the past, that would have been like an actual fight fight, you know, mm-hmm. with the way that their, their, their friendship was in the past. So they come a long way. Yeah, I agree. Let's um, segue to another mother-daughter moment and the um, event planning with Candace and her mom. (laughs) And I think when she said like, oh, there's a lot of special relationships, like special relationships with mothers is right because Candace's mom certainly has a very special relationship with her. And we have been on a ride with the relationship between Candace and her mother over the seasons on the show. Um, You know, if you recall her hitting her with like the purse and just all sorts of things that had happened in the past. Like they've definitely had a bit of a journey, but it seems like her mom has maybe mellowed a little bit and they're at a better place. I think mellowing out. Yeah. I think she's mellowed out a little bit more. She's not so theatric. Refresh my memory. Was the, the, the hitting of the purse on camera or off? I remember them bringing it up. It was off camera. So we didn't actually see it. So it was, it was Candace like you like beat me with your purse and she's like oh no like it was just a tap like she the mother was trying to sort of like downplay what it was um but it was also public at an event yeah so like of of course like (laughs) I'm pretty pretty sure but now of course since seeing the episode we know how it's going to end up and in the moment when I was watching this planning I was so so nervous because Candace said, oh, NECA is bringing her sister. So I thought she was going to bring Lebe, who has the issue with, like, Wendy's family. So I was like, oh, that sister? That's the sister she's bringing? And I was so nervous. But it actually turned out to be a completely different sister. And as we know later in the episode, Wendy didn't even go. So, yeah, yeah there was, was, the but there was definitely went, some momentary panic. Yeah, that's the sister that she went uh, uh, furniture shopping with, right? That's the one that ended up going. Yes, which is not Lebe, who's the sister where like there was the falling out between Wendy's sister and Neca's sister. There's so many like so many things, so many connections. Do you think they're going to actually bring Lebe on? I don't think so. No. I mean, honestly, I just want them to drop the whole issue. I'm tired of hearing it. I really am. I'm so done. Just like Sutton's esophagus. 
Yes, like there's just some things that don't need to be made into a storyline. They can they can appear and then disappear, but they don't need that persistence across the entire season. And that's one of them. But the problem is they can't move past it. So like they're forcing us into this storyline. It's not like it's the it's not like it's production. It's just like they can't let it go. More more so raw uh, more so Wendy, right? And actually speaking of Wendy, I let's think talk about her new venture. Well, real quickly. The one couple yeah. things I liked about the wedding or the, the 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 event planning with Candace and her mom was that they shared that the mom did a lot of the uh, planning for the wedding, and yeah, uh, or was it a joke? I thought I thought I thought it came off real, and they did the flash. Yeah, no, I thought it was real. I thought it, I I forgot how beautiful her wedding was. The reception itself was stunning. So I'm like, let Ma it do was. it. Ma did all the planning. Let Ma do it. And this, and I know we're gonna talk about it later, but like I think this the Mother's Day brunch. If she did all the planning for that or a good chunk of it, go ma, go into some event planning stuff. I like that it wasn't a gimmicky invite, that it wasn't like the birds flying out of a box or anything like that. It was just like very classy, very tasteful, enveloped, mm-hmm. handwritten invitation with a seal. And I like the fact that the mom called her out. I was like, well, are you going to invite Ashley? Because she knows that they're at odds with each other. And then Candace's confessional saying, like, I may not like her, but I've always said that I loved her relationship with her mother and, I, and she's a great mom. So if we're going to be honoring mothers, then yes, I have to invite her. And then also segueing into her mom saying, are you going to invite Rob? And she did extend an invite to Robin by text. So I like the fact that Candace can be the bigger person at times when she's the shortest of them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree with all of that. Uh, yeah, so Wendy's new venture. Like, my initial thought is, like, don't you have a job? Do you, like, do you not want to be a professor? Like, you're trying to get into candles. You're trying to get into restaurants. Then that doesn't go. Now you want to do, like, a talk you're show? Like, like you, can't, you can't be a full-time professor and also have a talk show. Like, unless your talk show is only airing, like, outside of the academic, like, terms... But then you're still doing so many other things like you're doing research, you're writing articles and publications, you're doing all this other stuff. So I just don't quite understand how she even has time for any of this and how it fits in. And I, well, it just, maybe she it just seems, you know, and then we, we and then we were wondering, like, how, how, how can she be doing all this stuff and affording all this stuff, you know, on just a professor's salary? Not that they don't get paid a lot, but still, like, you know compared to the amount of stuff that she wears and everything like that and all the things she does and all the ventures and everything um it was like in the in the most recent episode i took i totally forgot that eddie was a lawyer you know so i was like maybe he's maybe she's a maybe his income can offset her having not having to teach so much or and she can go on these ventures that's what i was getting at but i was like i was like you're doing too much like the candle um, and the restaurant, you know, I think those those were probably dreams that she's always wanted to do. So I don't want to take that away from somebody. But I feel like at least the talk show aligns with her profession. So the, that I can see, okay, I get this. But it's like every every season there's a different venture. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, and I'm sorry, but if you're going to go into an adventure and you want to you want to film like in a week's time or a two, six weeks or a two month time, I, I think even by that that moment when you say that out loud you should have stuff and content to talk about it sounds like it still comes off like she's gonna wing it yeah well i did think it was funny when she was talking to them they're like just like can you get this done in like x amount of time they're like okay 
well, we need a concept first. Yeah. And once we have a concept, then we can start filming. But it's like at this point, she doesn't even have like a solid concept. No. And I think part of, I think maybe one of the big differences between housewives who are successful in starting businesses and housewives who are not is there's a certain point where you have to say, this is not my area of expertise. I am going to bring in someone to sort of like whose area it is to sort of do this piece. And then I, I will be involved in like, however, you know what I mean? Like if, I'm um, sort of thinking about like what what Candy does. Like if she's getting out products, like she can bring in people to like get things done. Like she's not at any of those restaurants walking around in the back cooking things. Like no, she hired people to get yeah. that stuff done. And then she goes in and does appearances and takes photos every now and then. But she it's not like she's managing the restaurant. She's yeah. getting someone in to manage the restaurant. And I think that's what makes certain things more successful, but that does also require more capital. Like that requires more funds because then you have to pay like that person too. Um, But she wants to be, I don't know. Yeah. When you're smart about it just like that and she gets more profit, then she could have the capital to be able to do those things. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't know. I I, have yet to see the candle. I I want (laughs) to buy, we should buy Grandom and, the grand grand uh, random and see the how grand much the candles are too. Um, I don't want to spend a lot of time about it no, because sorry, I think it's it just so wasn't even interesting to me. But like Robin and family at the chiropractor, to me, I'm like it's sad to hear Robin talk about her relationship the way that she does and i just feel like i don't even want scenes with robin and juan because they seem so off and i just Mm -hmm. can't put my finger on it and then comparing like that scene to the previous one with like karen and giselle's lunch it was such like a stark contrast yeah and like karen and giselle's lunch with their daughters was just so like nice and fun and authentic and this just felt like forced and weird and just off-putting and I, I don't know I it just struck me strangely I, I'm just I'm tired of them going places like like that like the chiropractor or working on picture frames or making labels for their their kitchen c- cupboards it's like there's always something that they're doing and to me it's kind of like a mask of them trying to like up oh, like not be real in a sense, like not to be mm-hmm. honest and talk about their honest things because we'll just distract them with what we're doing so we don't have to talk about what's truly going on. You know, similar to like when we talked about in the last podcast about the cooking class, Mia was like, we can do both. It's called multitasking. I want to know what's going on. Why did you go to the hotel? But you're, you're also going to make me some pasta. Like it, I, it, it just gets tired at, tiring at a time. I don't want to take away from the fact that they're they're spending time with their kids though. The kids were in the picture, and the, even though mm-hmm. you know uh, it wasn't mother, mother and daughter, like it like it has been up to that part of the episode, it's still mother and, and kids. So I don't want to take that away. That's mm-hmm. awesome. But yeah, and and Juan not saying anything, not doing anything, falling asleep while she's talking to him. That's the equivalent of him yelling at her, like he's been doing. Not how do you fall asleep? How do you fall asleep at a chiropractor? 
I could see I falling it, asleep in a massage. How do you fall asleep at a chiropractor? I've never gone to a chiropractor. I need to, but I how much you want to bet he didn't fall asleep? He was just ignoring her and he didn't want to answer the question. And they added the snoring sound. Yeah. But yeah, I I don't want to spend too much time on that. Um, Ashley and her mom getting ready. Like, why was it? It was surprising how like didn't they were the only ones they showed getting ready. I was like, isn't everybody else getting ready? I know, honestly, like when as soon as I saw that, I was just like, Ashley, I can't. Like, is it bad that I'm at the point where I'm just like, Ashley, I can't with you. I just can't. Oh, I don't want. I, I no, no, I don't want either. So, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to either. And it's just like. And I don't, I, you know, I love my mo- my mothers and grandmothers and all that stuff. But even her mom, I'm just like, the stuff that Ashley says that her mom still lives with that guy that treats her wrong and takes her money and all that stuff. And, you know, just, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of her mom either. Mm-hmm. And then, what was it? It was something. Segwaying into the, into the Mother's Day brunch about Ashley. Um oh when um when I'm forgetting her name. She was one of the first housewives of Potomac. Starts with a Charisse. Charisse was asking about her are you divorced yet? Are you finalized? And she's like, well I don't know. I think you know I you know I just I, I'm not in any rush and things are working out and we're, you know, I have my own place. He has his own. And I love how Sharice was just like, yeah, because he's still paying for everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she said that professional. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm sort of confused on Sharice's presence because she doesn't exactly occupy the same like friend of status as other of the franchises, like of other cities. So I'm like, is she a friend of? Is she like, like a friend of like sort of slightly removed because she's not often in it. Sometimes she's only at like one event or like one, like a couple of scenes, like a couple of episodes and then that's it. And then not in the entire season. Whereas, I mean, we do have varying degrees. Of course, in Miami, the friends of are in it quite a bit. Like they're basically in it as much as the cast members. Um, But then we have other other ones where they're not in it like quite as much but i don't quite understand like is she a friend of is does she just happen to be there i mean i guess if she's in a confessional she must be considered a friend of but her screen time is so much less than like other friends of i mean maybe maybe that's how she wants it um but yeah you're right It, it does vary but um i don't know I don't get the vibe that she wants to be back on full time. I remember that was like an argument that her and Karen had at a reunion, I think, where she was like, you just want to come back full time. Da, 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 da. I don't think she does. I think she's fine with the, the amount that she's in it. But yeah, it's very different from then Miami. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. But so, yeah, the Mother's Day lunch in, or brunch rather in general, I thought the outfits were super cute and the venue was very very well decorated and i loved it i thought it was amazing and speaking of amazing candace's look was also amazing i liked you know absolutely i've got many of them the tool tutu over exaggerated one on karen was gorgeous um Mm -hmm. and i loved i loved mia's because it was simple but yet still made a statement like that nice rich green i love she always finds these outfits where it's like it's one solid color like 
the pants, the shirt, the jacket, mm-hmm. and it just oh, it looks. And she knows when how to put her the best way to put her hair to make it look to make it really make the outfit stand out. I I like how she she dresses. Yeah, and I will say though, like I felt really bad for like Mia and her experience because it that has to be really really hard. We know she doesn't have the best relationship with her mother, yeah. um, and I I wish that you know she she had would have had someone to bring like even if it's just like a friend or you know like just just someone else just to be there and sort of like share in that and i guess at one point in time it would have been like jacqueline but obviously they're not really in a great place uh, but i did feel really bad for her and i didn't like how people were asking oh where's your mom and i feel like everyone knows what the situation is if she's not there we should just let it be and not have to sort of yeah. get those little pings of hurt every time someone has to bring it up and ask. Um, and and maybe they were just sort of like ignorant of it, but I think they should have tried to do a little bit better and not necessarily asked where her mother was because they all sort of know that that relationship has some, some issues and complications. Yeah. I didn't recall if they said it more than once, but yeah, when they brought it up in the beginning, I felt bad for her when she first got there, you know, but mm-hmm. and, the pro i also respect how she approaches it like she's she takes it in and, and maybe she takes it in a little too much kind of like how she broke down at the 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 pave event you know mm-hmm. understandably but like maybe she takes it in a little too much and then and uh but i do love the fact that she didn't want to take away from the event you know and make it about her and her mother's you know um relationship kind of like as much as she said she wasn't going to take it away from Meredith's event, I felt like Whitney did the opposite. She made it all about her and the loss of her mother, her friend, which is horrible in itself. But you know, she, she you know, Mia, Mia took the high road and was like, "I'm not going to take away from this event. Yes, I don't have my mother. Everybody else does, but I'm still going to have a good time, and I'm still going to, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still, pro- I'm a proud mother myself." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, um, Wendy not being there. I mean, I was suspicious about it. Oh, that was no. Even the picture like, was like, you're outside of a Denny's promoting your book. You could have moved that. <laughs> well, and even like, was it at exactly the same time? I got the sense that like her book event was that weekend. So it was like, oh, you know how like you'll make an excuse like you don't want to do something and you're like, oh, I have whatever. But like the time doesn't even conflicting. You could totally do both things, but you don't want to. So you just use that because it's in close proximity. So you're not like lying. Like, I feel like oh, it was sort of yeah. like that. Like I I need to see the date on the invitation to the brunch and time. And I need to see the, the date and time of that book event. And I need to compare the two. Were they even on the same day? Were they even at the same time? Like I do a little like Megan King Edmonds digging there and sort of figure out right. um, could she have day. done both? I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I think you're right in the sense that she probably had it that weekend and was and maybe it was really far away. That too, even though it, even though it may have not been exactly at the exact exact time of the brunch, maybe it was far away. Maybe they're in Patel, maybe it was they're they're more east coast, so maybe it was all the way on the west coast. And and she was just like, I'm good. I'm just I'm just gonna make a weekend out of it, you know, something like that. But yeah, mm, I, I even thought like if we're gonna go timestamp, receipt, screenshots, then yeah, because even when you look at the moment of the brunch event, that's like high noon, like 
like brunch time, sun is at the highest peak. You could tell in 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 Wendy's photo that the sun is going down because it has that yellow hue. So you could tell it's later in the day. <laughs> I could be a detective too, you know. <laughs> I mean, very very true, very true. <laughs> um, um, but what about? I did think. About, it, oh, go ahead. What about um, for then? Uh, Jacqueline spilling the beans, spilling everything about Mia to NECA the first time she met. I thought NECA's comment was funny. Like, she talked all this time. I thought she was going to buy my drinks. But nope, paid for my own. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Like, that was just a lot. Like, I know... I I hope that Jacqueline watches the show and hears what Mia had said about the way that, like sort of that like reason why there's some friction in their relationship and just comes to a more understanding place. Like Jacqueline is still so angry about everything that she just wants to spout off and just like trash Mia. But like, you just, you just like, just that's not good for you. That's not good for you. Like just, yeah. Like relax. Yeah. What about um, wrapping up this episode? So this episode ended with Robin and and Candace finally meeting. Uh, well, I mean, the first I, time my girl Candace did not eat her food. That's how upset she was. You know, my girl's upset. She needs her food. She yeah. eats her food. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm I'm just gonna have to say, like, there's just such little hope there, um, and I think it's a really interesting conversation around what the rules between what to share and what not to share. And then of course, like Giselle's all of the stuff that she tried to do that are, that's, that's really causing like the big sort of like wedge here. And maybe actually part of it is in some sort of way, maybe unconscious or not, maybe Giselle was jealous of the, blossoming friendship between Candace and Robin and ah. sort of like made a move to drive a wedge between them to sort of keep Robin all to herself. Like I just actually thought of that just now, but I mean, maybe the thing is, I, I do think that Candace needs to like let Robin talk for a little bit more and sort of like let her get more out even if she doesn't agree with it and even if i don't agree with it just just let her speak a little bit more and then sort of come in because i feel like neither party is truly listening to each other they're just waiting to talk yeah and i don't think they're going to be able to come to a resolution that way yeah they're not actively listening itself and i'll give you that but i think and it may be just editing i just think robin does not you know, talk, you know, in, in a sense. She she skirts yeah. around it. She she gives you very, very vague responses to things where you're not getting like to the core of what's going on to resolve this. It's right. all fluff. So I think maybe and you I, can just like, get yeah. in there and go, no, this, no, that. What about this? And what about that? And it kind of aggravates the situation, but it's kind of mm-hmm. trying to rip that band-aid off so that they can actually heal that wound a little bit yeah. better. And um I just, I think, I, I just think Robin doesn't, she closes off too quickly. And I think it's just a defense mechanism because she knows that she's in the wrong. 
And she doesn't want to talk about it because as soon as she gets put in a corner, she, she throws her arms up in the air. She shouts and she's like, I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm done talking to you. I'm done listening to you. And then she closes off and then walks away. You know, it's just like, yeah. where do you go from there then? Other than if, if I want answers, if this is going to be the final time we're going to talk and I, it's going to be, you know, poke it, me poking the situation is going to aggravate you. Well, then fine. So be it. You know, then I can at least walk away with my head held high and saying, at least I tried. Exactly. I also think that uh, Robin, like Robin needs to give a lot and I don't like how she's playing victim so much. And because she's playing victim so much, it makes me think that there's kernels of truth there to what Candace is afraid of and what Candace think happened. Um, So that part I'm, I'm is sort of a red flag for me because she's not like, She's not giving like Candace any grace at all or letting her like do like she's like, no, hard stop, hard stop, hard stop. And because she's saying like now, like I'm a victim, I'm a victim. But if you think about it, like that's really devaluing everything Candace experienced. Right. And if anything, like Candace really was sort of like a victim last year of this horrible situation that happened that Giselle like like brought up in all of these things and, and all of the lies and then the, like the Muppet coming in and actually and in, being involved in being messy. Like there were so many things that were against Candace. Like you can't, you can't give her that. Like Robin, Robin's like too busy making herself the victim that she can't even see how hard Candace had it last year and even acknowledge that and even say like, Yes, it sucks that you said shitty things about me, but I could understand that when you were beat down for like X number of months with all this garbage that all turned out to be not true, like, of of course, like, you know, you're going to have like this reaction, but she's not giving her any of that. And that's what I think is really hard. Well, I, I still stand by my word that it, she did do it. Like, mm-hmm. and I, and, and so did, and, and so did, Muppet and forehead and neck. Um, <laughs> I, I, I would not put it past them. Like, like Candace's suspicion, suspicion about it, I think is accurate. And I think that's, and why, you know, that's why Robin won't talk about it. And that's why and you know, I won't even acknowledge her. They're like, they're, they're like, she's dead to me in a sense, but they're putting up all these other narratives of, mm-hmm. of of why or reasons why they dislike Candace or why they can't move forward with Candace, like her comments at the reunion and then and then her accusations on social media or her calling out Robin on social media. And I'm just like, stop. What you did was even bigger. She She's responding to your actions. May, it may not have been the greatest, but she's responding to what you did. You wouldn't have gotten any of that if you didn't do any of that. Yeah. Like, even thinking about it now, I'm sort of thinking that Robin knew and her, like, defense of Candace early on was maybe, like, her guilt trying to be, like, well, I don't want to fully, like, co-sign into this, so I'm going to put up a little bit of stuff at the beginning. Because even thinking about the flashbacks or even going back to last season where we saw her defending, Mm -hmm. it's not like she was very adamant in her like claims it was just more like i don't see chris doing that like it was just little like little things like it was a very weak defense 
which which is sort of making yeah. me wonder if you know i don't know well she does she also doesn't she also doesn't see juan going to the hotel just to pay the credit card you know to you know to pay the credit card and get some it's all i don't see him doing mm -hmm. that i it's understandable that he deletes all of his messages it's understandable that his camera doesn't work when i call him like it, it's like Mm -hmm. Come on. But anyways, uh, let's yeah. let's let's segue to the next episode because it is sad, yeah. and that food. Was yeah, crazy. it was. All right, so we've got episode eleven, first come, first served, which I'm sure is a reference to who is invited to Surrey County. <laughs> Sorry, I would. I don't want um, to. What did we start with? We started with. Well, I just have to say this. It, was with it started Wendy. with Wendy and Eddie waking up Carter. And I just have to say that if my parents woke me up in the middle of the night or early morning, I couldn't tell with cupcakes and cameras, I would not be pleasant. I would not be happy. I would be miserable. <laughs> I thought it was cute. My mom. Used it to was like cute. That. I thought it, it was, was cute. cute. I think it was one of those things where parents are like, screw camera, screw who I am. This is my baby. I'm going to embarrass him. Mm -hmm. Just e even if the cameras weren't there, just to mess with him in the morning. I thought it was super, super cute. I love the fact that Eddie went in with that dark, that deep voice and she yelled at him. And he's like, well, we're sneaking into his room in the middle of the morning. <laughs> First thing in the morning, of course, he's going to get startled. Like, right. Um, but I thought it was super, super cute that they did that. Um, and, and shit, he got, he got to eat, he got to eat cupcakes for breakfast <laughs> that's true i mean was it cute yes but if it were me i wouldn't i like because i'm terrible in the morning like i wouldn't be i wouldn't be happy <laughs> yeah. but it was it still was cute but just for me personally i don't want i don't need to be woken up that way <laughs> oh i would have i would have been perfect i would have been perfectly fine with it um no i mean well i would have I would probably have been annoyed, but I would have been like, I would have liked the gesture, but I thought it was cute. Um, mm -hmm. Why? Okay. Why are the two least fashionable Potomac Housewives <laughs> creating a fashion? Even though it's just act, act, yeah. active hair. Like who, who makes track pants out of velour? Was it velour? <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen, 100%. And it's so funny because then later on in the episode, that was like brought up again. Ah. But my first thought was, I don't know if Giselle is the best partner for Ashley when it comes to fashion. Like Ashley has her own issues with fashion in general, but like this doesn't really seem like a great uh, partnership. And I'm like, maybe we just not involve Giselle in the design. Like maybe she could do something else like the finances or like whatever. But then when she's talking about like lace in athleisure wear, like how is that comfortable? It's not going to be like, I don't, I don't, this, this is not it. Like I, I mean, maybe you put, maybe it's like um, you put two unfashionable people together and then maybe somehow it'll explode and work but i i doubt it i just i just think this is this is not not great at all and then i also thought it was so stupid so stupid of giselle when ashley is like look sometimes i need a little extra fabric there you know and she's like why are you peeing when you're working out like giselle like oh my i i can't i can't 
I can. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an area that gets sweaty when you work out. I, I sweat profusely just getting out of bed. Like, so when I'm at the gym, I'm a sweaty ass mess. And I, the, my crotch and my ass, that is sweaty. So I, and you're talking about, you're talking about somebody who's athletic. That's the one part I can give Ashley is that she's at least going into a, a fashion mm-hmm. line, doing a line of athletic wear when her herself is very athletic. So she knows it and she's basing it off of like, I'm, ma- I'm making it so that it, it improves my problem areas when I work out, which I'm sure other women can relate to. Mm-hmm. So and just oh, you don't work out, you know. It's like so. It's like trust her when it goes to that area. I actually liked how, without even realizing, it, when they were getting ready to go on the Sprinter van um, to go to Surrey County, that um, they were talking about how hot it was. And and even Candace brought up the fact that she sweats down there without even mm-hmm. trying to keep the two. So it was almost like justification for what Ashley was saying. Yeah, I think yeah, Ashley, Ashley just needs to the flash like yeah. a little girl and be like, "See, I'm wearing underwear," and I'm like, mm-hmm. "We stop with that. Uh, Keep your pants down." I think, um, I think Ashley needs to lead the direction of the business and maybe have like Giselle put in some like financial support or sort of other spaces. But I think that anything design needs to be kept far, far away from Giselle. Yeah, I agree. Can't wait to see it though. Hope we get a fashion show. uh Um, next okay what what is with mia and robin in this like i mean it was cool it was like a room with like lights and sand and lounge chairs like what what even is this i i like the idea but i was like why do you have those rinkety dinky big lots lounge chairs outdoor patio lounge chairs for this room, it kind of ruined the whole vibe and the aesthetic of it. Mm-hmm. Like I would think that you'd be in something a little bit more massage studio esque, like like not like a bed, not like a massage bed, but something in that realm where it's like it, it goes with the aesthetic. There's there's medical and like uh, therapeutic purpose to it. Like this is something you would go to like Dick's Sporting Goods on the way to go camping. Like oh, we need a lounge chair. <laughs> Yeah, I I I only have two things. Are you supposed to like sit there and like just take in whatever's in the atmosphere in the air? I felt like they were just in a room to talk. Yeah, like I I just didn't really understand like what exactly it was doing for them. Maybe it was a mental, maybe it was a mental health thing because it felt like a soothing environment. But I'm like, I don't really know what that's doing for you. But just two things from that scene that I found very amusing. One, I cannot believe that Karen had that photo of Robin on her phone. That is hilarious. That literally made me crack up. And then <laughs> Mia asking Robin if her and Juan are going to therapy. Like we all we all need therapy. And I don't like how Robin was really dismissive of it and was like, oh no, that our issue is not with each other. Oh, oh, it's not? Okay. <laughs> our issue is with everyone else. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. I'm off. I'm a firm believer of therapy. Um, I, I thought it was funny that that Karen had a picture of her family there, but I'm not surprised it being there. I wouldn't have reacted to it the way Robin was. Like, she's obsessed with me, yada, yada, yada. Almost like fatal attraction type of fest. She mm-hmm. may have was talking about her at a time probably when they were good. 
And someone was like, well, who is she? And she's like, oh, here, this is, let me just hold your hand on the, on the phone, on someone's Facebook or social media. Your phone automatically says, do you want to save this photo? She probably was saving it to share it with somebody at an event or something like that. I didn't see any, any like bad, bad intentions with that. Mm-hmm. Like stalkerish. I'm like, Robin, stop. Yeah, she doesn't need to stop. Um, <laughs> the, the devil's lettuce. <laughs> like, Wendy, you crack me up. Like, not, not, the, not the devil's lettuce. But I think it's brilliant for Eddie to monetize yeah. Happy Eddie. Yeah. That is brilliant. And I appreciate how he said it. It's a good quiet after a long day. <laughs> um. And I like the fact that like they owned up to the fact that they use it, you know, and and, and, and it's not like them doing it just to market off of the name. They're like, no, we use it. So we back it 100%. I like the name. I'll actually look for it in the dispensaries here. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Eddie. Um, I thought it was hilarious when Karen and Ray had lunch that she basically admitted, yeah, I, I did put names in a bowl, but I didn't put all the names in. I just put the names in that I, that, I, that I wanted. And I just thought that was hilarious. However, I do think from the jump, she should have invited everyone. Yes. I do. And then oh. I also feel that it was shady of Wendy to say, as per like the original invite, like I'll still be there. She shouldn't have said that. Granted, would they have found out that they weren't invited the first time? Yes, because Jude Stella is a big mouth and is going to say something that like certain people aren't invited. But I feel like she shouldn't have done that. And I was disappointed that not everyone ended up going. But if it really was like the night before, I could totally understand it. Like if she sent that out on like, let's say a Tuesday, and then it was like, okay, Wednesday morning, we're going like, okay, yeah, that's that's not even enough time. Yeah, I didn't like, but... I mean, maybe it was a slip. Her saying, I like, like the initial, like the initial text, I said, yes, I'm going. Um, but yeah, it, it kind of, you know, started, you know, an, an argument. I, I don't, I didn't like that Karen did the whole, like, well, it's a liability and I'm only bringing only some of you, not all of you. And it's like, it is not a liability. You brought How is it a liability? Before. So I'm like, I'm like, no, just bring everybody. And um, yeah, if it was last minute, I'd say the same thing. And I don't know. What was it? I did not care for how Giselle responded to the text when she was part of the list to go. Because mm-hmm. yes, she was nice in the beginning sentence, but when she was like, I will not be there, and that was it. That was like a response you say when you her the two of them were not getting along. Now you built this really good friendship. She could have at least said mm-hmm. a separate text, like, hey girl, you have yeah. me going with people that I am butting heads with right now, we're in a good place. I'm not going to go because of this. Mm-hmm. I feel, I, I worry that that response that she put in the group text could uh, uh, wipe out all of their efforts of building a really good friendship and they go back to square mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of Giselle, I don't think he is the bestest idea of a friend for NECA in this moment. Like, I do not think it would be wise for NECA to start to like move like toward Giselle as like her good buddy in the group. I, I, I just don't, but I do think it was hilarious. in that little clip where 
Karen is taking NECA around and like saying, oh, here's Potomac and here's why it's so great. She's like, <laughs> look through them weeds and there's the post office. See, this is better than LA. Like she had such like a good sense of humor about it um, that I thought it was hilarious. But I did expect a little bit more from Karen, like from the invite. And I just don't like how everything got sort of messed up. Yeah, same here. That. I also think they're making a mountain out of a molehill about North Potomac because it's like, there's North Buffalo, there's South Buffalo, you know, like it's just pointing out what part of the city you're in, mm -hmm. you know? So they made a bigger thing when she went over, when Giselle and um, Charisse were over there, you know, I didn't mm -hmm. care for the itself. Um, but yeah, I didn't care for the invite and I, I wouldn't want her to go. Like, you're going to tell me I got to pull weeds? I'm like, no. I don't, I don't even want to do that in my house. Hire somebody. <laughs> I mean, despite that, I will say, once they did go down to, like, the kingdom of Surrey or whatever she's calling the the place, um, I really enjoyed, like, the interactions between, like, the girls and Karen's family. And everyone was, like, so kind to them. And I really respect what, like, Karen's intentions are, like, for the property, um, I, I do sort of, I do, I do really like that. And even when the, like the family members are bringing them food and every single one of them is like, oh, thank you so much. We really appreciate you bringing us this. Like everyone was so kind and thankful. Like I really loved that. Yeah. Um, Karen's work dress was hilarious. Like what was she wearing? <laughs> it looked so heavy and long. Like how are you going to yes. do anything in that? <laughs> I know. Um, and I, like, uh, I did like the dynamic with the family and everything. I thought it was mm -hmm. really sweet. And I love the fact that when he was like, it was like, I remember you. We met before. Do you remember me? Like, she was trying to like tie in, like, you know, being respectful, you know, and being like, mm -hmm. not, you know, because a lot of times these housewives can get a big head. And the, even yeah. if it's for castmates' family and be like, who are you? We never met. And I, li I like that humbleness. Mm -hmm. And I really respect how despite the issues they've had how ashley and candace can coexist yeah you know yeah. like and even like the, they it's pulled the wishbone wish together like yeah i like that i really really like that but i would be done with ashley i'm sorry because there's so many years of her just trying just trying things with everyone especially candace that i would be weary of it i would be like you're that that person in the group that i could just be cordial with but i'm not going to confide in you i'm not going to call you separately and be like hey let's go out for drinks Right. And and I think that's okay for their friendship to exist in that space where we don't hang out solo, but like we're in a group setting, we coexist and get along and have a laugh. I didn't like how the episode ended with Wendy really, really digging her heels in yeah. with this situation. And I yeah. just want her to move away from being so upset at yeah. NECA about the issue and finding a space to move past it. And now it's like, steps were missed and like a process like what is there like some sort of rule book like i don't I even know what she was it. talking about and it was really that. nasty yeah and it was really nasty when she said like you're like someone whose existence is inconsequential to my happiness like yes you could say that about a lot of people but it was said with like such venom yeah that like i didn't like that and i just want i just want wendy to like be better mm -hmm. no i agree same same. I really like her. I, I mean, it's not that I don't like her. It's those times where, like, she gets, like, better than thou, you know? And mm -hmm. and it's just, it's just, 
it's it's annoying because it's like when she was like like not the devil's lettuce and then she was joking and you know you know she was and she got into it at like a sh chicken chip bingo and the and the, the gay bar it's like that's the fun and being there mm -hmm. completely for candace like it's like that's the 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 one day i like yeah well we'll see well i think that's it for this episode so it'll be interesting to see what what comes next and how these relationships continue to move because there's a, a there's a lot of there's a lot of fractures in this group so mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see what's next it shall be but all right well the next one the next episode it looks like karen and mia go at it so we should see what mm. goes let's see what unfolds there uh like can we not just have some some Didn't people getting along it's like why are we adding finally... more arguments I yeah. know. Didn't they finally get to the point where they were hugging? All that they effort. Did. And now and now a backslide is in, in the works. Oh. All right. Well, until next time. Until next time. <laughs>